Hey friends, happy Magical Monday. I'm Courtney. And I'm TJ. And this is another episode of the Wish Upon a Sparks podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, we're super excited. Courtney, what are we talking about today? Um, Today we are talking about Lilo and Stitch with two of our very best friends, Danielle and Ryan. Literal besties. Guys, welcome to the pod. We're super happy that you're here. Um, in true uh, Wish Upon a Sparks fashion, I'm going to make you say a fun fact about yourself. So, Danielle, why don't you go first, um, introduce yourself, um, and say a fun fact about yourself. Okay, thanks for having us, guys. First, we're super excited. Yes. Um, and so I am Danielle, and I feel like I'm a super boring person. So this is probably the question that's going to stress me out the most on this whole entire... <laughs> you can get past this part, you'll be fine. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I will be set to go. Um, I think, though, a super fun fact about myself is I am double-jointed in my fingers. I didn't know that. That is a cool fun fact. See? That's not oh. boring. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah. You got the old witch's hand. Yeah, witch's hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Missed my mark. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was good fun fact. I like that. Ryan. Not bad. Uh, yeah. So my name is Ryan. And, uh, yeah, it is. Fact, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. <laughs> um, I don't know. When you just did that, like it made me think I, I have the opposite thing. Like my fingers actually point backwards. They do. They like curve up. Yeah. I got like Grinch fingers. <laughs> oh, mine kind of do too. Yeah. I, I mean like, look at- oh, everyone, but yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. But then this one, like I've actually like. Knocked like part of the bone. Did you? So like it just like yeah. That's funny. Is it your? uh, Is that your left right hand? Yeah. So my ring finger on my right hand is also jacked. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like broken and I can't I can't make a fist with it. (laughs) But it's different. Like mine won't like move. It's like a club. Mine's just like missing part. Yeah, I can see. It's like very like. uh, Yeah. That's a cool fun fact. Basketball. This is weird. Did not know that. Sorry, we already derailed. Um, Courtney, (laughs) would you like to say a fun fact about yourself since we torture our guests with this question? We're gonna run out of fun facts with ourselves. My elbows are double jointed. Your elbows are double jointed. Oh my lord. Oh. I could join Courtney on that one. Oh Lord! They kind of look like seagulls. They do. <laughs> you know, mine, my mine, mine, oh, mine, I was mine. Say, arr, arr, arr. mine. Yeah, like a seal, <laughs> but not a seagull. Um, I guess seal. another fun fact about myself would be. This is kind of a weird fun fact, but it's one that I think that a lot of people know about me. If you like meet me, especially now, you wouldn't know it, but I'm actually really country and kind of redneck. Um, I grew up very country. Yeah, he can confirm. I don't act and behave that way now, but um, I definitely. I uh, have very country roots. Um, I don't even like country music anymore that much. I like old country, like 2000s country and back. But like a new country is kind of like kind of It's not even country anymore. I agree. It's pop. It's pop. It's well, literally pop. We're about to derail big time because yeah. I'm a big music person. Yes, so I'm like, with you. Stop. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It's pop. It's pop. The old school country, though, like like 2000s Toby Keith. Oh, <gasps> so good. And then you go back to like... Um, Toby Keith. I like to go all the way back to like Conway Twitty. Okay. Johnny okay. Cash, stuff like that. Ooh, Johnny, Johnny Cash, Cash. Yes. super good. Yeah. Johnny Cash, um, paved the way for so many. Randy Travis. Oh yeah, I like yes. him. Yeah, I actually really like like George Strait. Oh, George Strait's fantastic. We listen yeah. to him all the time. Yes, he's coming to Jacksonville oh. or not Jacksonville. Oh lord, he's coming to Florida. Probably his last tour ever. Yeah, we I think his actual his tours are done. But yes, he's like but he's like yes. Yeah, which is kind of cool. He That's has like a little cool. friend tour, which is neat. Okay, yeah, cool. we're going. Committed now. It's in recording. We should do it. Yeah, it'd be a fun a fun show. Someone that has that much, like, even if his, like, show isn't as exciting as it was back when he was younger, like, you have to think about, like, all the experience he has um, just touring and, and performing. You get to see, like, a culmination of all of it. Um, yeah, I'm going to go and get going us- to Tampa. Cool. I'm going to get us back on Lilo and Stitch, and I'm going to start with the plot, okay? <laughs> yes. All right, here we go. I'm not ready. Okay, go. Okay. 
The Galactic Federation. I wonder if it's the same one that Buzz Lightyear's a part of. The Galactic Federation arrests Dr. Jumba <laughs> Jukaba for illegal genetic experimentation, having created Experiment 626, a.k.a. Stitch. Before the experiment, sentencing, and punishment, Experiment 626 escapes and crash lands on uh, Kaui, is that how you pronounce Kauai? Kauai. Kauai? Hawaii. I think it's Kauai. I think it's Kauai, too. Yeah. To capture him, the Federation assigns Agent Wendy Pleakley, the Council's Earth expert, to capture the experiment with Jumba, Jumba helping in exchange for his release from prison. Did not know Pleakley's first name was Wendy. Yeah. I thought changes his, things. It does change things. I thought his name was just We'll get Pleakley. to that later, because he's the wife it's of the whole face. Anyways, exactly. is it a girl? Yeah, she's a girl. Oh. Legally? A female. Yeah. No. I thought it was a Legally boy. A female. All right, we got to. Voiced by a man. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's get through the plot. I let's get through the plot, sure. and then we'll, let's get through the plot, and then we can. Uh, Daniel, do some research on that. Okay. Courtney, um, continue. Okay. On the island, Nani. That's her name, right? Nani. Yes. Nani. Okay. Great character. Struggles to take care of her rambunctious but lonely sister Lilo after their parents died in a car crash. Social worker Cobra Bubbles <laughs> expresses concern about whether or not Nani can ad- can take adequate care of Lilo, since Lilo's hula classmates have ostracized her. Nani decides to let her adopt a dog. At the animal shelter, Lilo takes interest in 626, which he does it say this? Oh. No, he was hit by... Once uh, he, like, crashes, he yeah. gets hit by a truck. Yes. And, and, then, and then he gets picked up by animal control. Yes. Okay. So, Lilo takes interest in him, and um, he impersonates a dog to avoid Jumba and Pleakley, um, who have already landed on Earth. Which is super cool, because he, like, he pulls in his, like, extra set of arms. Oh, yeah. Hides his antennas, hides his, like, spikes on his back. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Um, Despite Nani's doubts, Lilo adopts and renames 626... Stitch. 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 Um, that evening at the restaurant where Nani works, Jumba and Pleakley unsuccessfully attempt to capture Stitch while in disguise. The owner blames the ensuing destructive chaos on Stitch and fires Nani. So sad. Very sad. Um, the next day, Cobra Bubbles warns Nani that he will have to... <laughs> Just the fact that his name is Bubbles. Oh, well, Cobra Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> um... He warns Nani that he will have to place Lilo with the foster family if she doesn't find another job. However, Stitch's antics while evading his two pursuers persistently ruin Nani's chances of finding work. Yes, Nani's friend David Kawina invites her, Lilo, and Stitch to enjoy a day of surfing and beach fun. Uh, while Nani, Lilo, and Stitch ride a huge wave, Jamba and Pleakley try to capture Stitch, causing Stitch to unintentionally pull Lilo underwater. Um, they survive, but Cobra witnesses this event and tells Nani that although she means well, it means that Lilo will have to be taken away if Nani doesn't find another job. Feeling guilty over how much trouble he has caused, Stitch runs off into the night. The next morning, the Grand Councilwoman fires Jumba and Pleakley and gives the assignment to Captain Gantu, incidentally freeing them both to pursue Stitch using less covert methods. Uh, meanwhile, David informs Nani of a job opportunity, which she rushes off to pursue. Stitch, hiding in the nearby woods, encounters Jumba and Pleakley, who chase him back to Nani's house. A fight ensues, throwing the house into chaos and causing an explosion that damages it. Nani sees the chaos and rushes back home to see Cobra arrive to collect Lilo and take her away. 
As Nani and Cobra get into a falling out, Lulu runs away into the woods and finds Stitch, who, in shame, reveals his alien identity before they are captured by Gantu. Stitch manages to escape from Gantu's ship, but fails to rescue Lilo. Nani confronts him, having witnessed Lilo's kidnapping. Before he can explain, Jumba and Pleakley capture Stitch themselves. Nani demands that they help her rescue Lilo, but Jumba and Pleakley insist that they only came for Stitch. When Nani breaks down, Stitch reminds her about Ohana, which means family. family. Which means no one gets left behind or forgotten. Yes. Um, so sweet. <laughs> yes. Um, Stitch convinces Jumba to help rescue Lilo. Jumba, Pleakley, Stitch, and Nani board Jumba's personal spaceship and chase after Gontu, rescuing Lilo. Yes. Back on the shore, the Grand Councilwoman arrives on Earth, preparing to take Stitch into custody along with Cobra, who catches up to take Lilo away. She fires Gantu for his failures to capture Stitch and for putting Lilo in danger and blames Jamba for the mess. Before Stitch goes into the spaceship, he asks the councilwoman to say goodbye to his new family. Lilo then insists that because she paid for Stitch at the shelter and has a stamped receipt to show for it, Stitch is her pet under local law, and if the councilwoman took him away, it would be a tantamount to stealing. Impressed with Stitch's newfound civility and empathy, the councilwoman decrees that Stitch will live in exile on Earth, entrusted to Lilo and Nani's care, and that the family will be under the care of the Galactic Federation and Cobra, who was a former CIA agent who knew the councilwoman during the Roswell incident. Lilo, Nani, and their newfound friends rebuild their house, and Jamba and quickly become members of Nani, Lilo, and Stitch's family. And they live happily ever after. Or so it's presumed. Yay. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So I'm on record saying Wendy is a boy. Wendy is a boy. Oh. That's what I thought. Okay. He's a feminine junior. Yes. Yeah. He's, it's confusing because, you know, he always wears dresses and wigs, but so I'm sorry. And his name is Wendy. His Not name his is Wendy. Wendy. My fault. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he, he he definitely gave off boy energy for the most part. Um, mm, questionable. But yeah, it's fine. Questionable. Um, Danielle, let's get to you first. So I, we love to ask this question before we actually go into our official questions. It's initial thoughts. However, when you're dealing with a classic movie like this one, um, initial thoughts, You, because I'm sure you guys, I know you guys rewatched it before, but you've probably seen this movie multiple times. So if you can, what was your initial thought the first time you watched it, if you can remember? Oh my gosh. All the way back to 2002, I know. Yeah, I know. that was a long time ago. Yeah. I think um, back then it when I first watched it, it would be the general theme, right? Like family yeah. is family. Yeah. And it can look different to everyone. But at the end of the day, regardless of if it's broken or perfectly woven together, it's still really good. Yeah. So those would have been my initial thoughts. Now I have a lot more complex thoughts. Let's go with those. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, now rewatching it, we rewatched it recently, obviously preparing. And I think that it's the beauty of community. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so woven in in so many different parts and I think the main one for me was um, Lilo kept trying to be a part of a community that wasn't ready for her yet but she kept Mm. pursuing it and there was a beautiful community her sister and Stitch who wanted to be in her community yet she kind of kept rejecting her sister which that's a sister sister thing but it just really spoke to me on when you lean into the community that's ready for you and wants you there's something really beautiful that can come out of it I love that Court, what about you? Initial thoughts? First time you watched it versus maybe Ooh, now? I don't know. Initial, I don't remember the first time I watched it, to be honest. 
It was like a long time ago. In 2002, I was... Very young. Eight years old. Yeah. No, six years old. Six years old. Oof. Um, Gosh. <laughs> 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 Oof indeed. So, I don't know. Um, but I remember just like... I've always just like clung to Stitch and like identified a lot with Stitch. You do love this movie a lot. I do like it a lot. Um, up in probably honestly until Frozen and Tangled came out, Lilo and Stitches was like, or that was like my favorite movie. Yeah, and I would say it's your top three. Like it's like it's one of like it's like Frozen, Tangled, and then Lilo and Stitch. Maybe Finding Nemo. I don't know. <laughs> I'm dead. I don't know, honestly, but. I don't know. There's some more thoughts. I feel like I identify a lot with Stitch. Mm. Initial thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Stitch is, Stitch is great. Um, he makes you think. Yeah. We'll get into that more yeah. later, but he makes you yeah. think. Ryan, initial thoughts, maybe when you first watched it, if you can remember back that far, Noah's for, for most of us. Yeah. It's a long time ago, except for Courtney. He's so freaking young. A lifetime ago. <laughs> a lifetime ago, literally. <laughs> um, but like, what, are, what were your initial thoughts versus like, what are your thoughts now? Like, what do you, like, when you watch this movie, right? Like, what do you, what, what does it bring to mind? So like back then when I was yeah. much younger. Like 10. <laughs> yeah, like 10 or something, I was not thinking very deep or complex. I was thinking how cool would it be to have a space dog? Right? <laughs> that was my first thought too. Like I, I love animals. This thing's from space. It can kind of talk. Like It's invincible. Yeah, it's invincible. <laughs> yeah. Well, as a like, 10 year old boy. Yeah. <laughs> Stitch is a cool pet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a super awesome pet. Yeah. The possibilities are endless at that uh-huh. point. So, um, <sighs> they are. So, yeah, but, I mean, like, I've always been big into sci-fi, been big into animals and stuff like that, and, like, the, you know, the whole family aspect, everything, like, I just, there was a lot that I really enjoyed about it. Yeah. Um, later on, as you get older, it was really, like, I don't know, kind of like what Courtney was saying, I kind of gravitate towards Stitch because it was, like, he had to operate so much out of like what he was like programmed to do and didn't really have like a like figure out what he is yeah and stuff like that mm. so or what he wanted to be so yeah exactly yeah and you know and then he's that that, that realization hits him that like there's so much more than just destroying what cities to do. right yeah, yeah you know so yeah. that you know was a big one for me um and then another big takeaway is family's not always blood yeah you know good. Um, yes. There's been a few cases in my life where, you know, there's been people that have stepped in and been more family to me than my own family, you yeah. know? And it's just, it's really cool how community does that. Like, it kind of has a way of correcting, you know, the past, I guess, or current circumstances, whatever you're going through. So, um, yeah, just leaning in and understanding that family's not always blood. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's, we'll dive into that more deeper when we get to themes, but that's super deep because like, I think that, um, like even on the level of like our friendships, like I know we've all talked about like family and we've talked about like all kinds of things in our personal lives. But even as you were saying that, like even at the four people sitting at this table, like I'm closer to the three of you than I am with a lot of my family Mm -hmm. because the three of you accept me for who I am. 
right? And yeah. and we all accept each other for who we are. Yeah. And I think that's like a lot of things. Times families have a hard time doing that. So true. Like blood family, like they yeah. just they can't get past how differences come up, people's different personalities, and they can't get past it. But you make friendships, and then the friendships become like brotherhood and sisterhood, and you're just like, dang, like we we are closer than family simply because we trust each other, we care about each other, and we can be ourselves around each other, which is so important. Like, and we can get yeah. angry with each other, and it doesn't matter. We still love each other. <laughs> we can we can we can celebrate with each other. We can get we can we can, we can look at something that's frustrating, and we can like yell about it and cuss about it with each other because there's equity there, and we can be totally vulnerable, and that's that's super important. I mean, I think this movie shows that beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, something that I always think about when I think about, like, in a family sense, especially, like, kids are in our future at some point, I hope, but, like, yes, when we do have a kid, like, who am I going to look to to take care of my family, or to take care of my kid, you know? Yeah. Would it be people in our blood taking care of it, or people in our community taking care of it? Um, me. Um, <laughs> like to be honest, like I trust, Do- like I feel yeah. like I would trust no, Danielle and other people in our community way more. Ryan too. Um, <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, then like some people oh, that shucks. like we are both blood related to. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. No, I I totally agree with that. And like I even thought about the other day. Um, I haven't. I need to call him. I haven't talked to him in, in since like two weeks, but. Um, whenever I break down on the side of the road, there's like, I, I usually will call, um, 23. He lives close by and he, uh, and like, it's, it's so funny. You would think I would call a family member, but like I've had, I've done it three times and he's also done it with me. And all three times I've called him, he's answered the phone and he showed up and he's like, he's like told me off the side of the road, drove me to get a battery for my old truck yeah. before I got my new truck. And like, it's just thinking about like how family is there for each other and and like even the four of us sitting at this table like we've all been through a lot of stuff over the last couple of years and we're not going to go too deep into that because it's a Disney podcast but um, <laughs> we've all been through a lot of stuff like as individuals as couples and all everything in between and um, just being able to be there for people I think is just such a beautiful sign of family and 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 family isn't always blood um, like Ryan said and I think that was super well said man yeah. it was funny too because like I was thinking back to it and the way it just all kind of tied it was interesting because you know uh, as y'all know like Danielle and I are getting ready to get married yes I, I really, really thought that was gonna be one of y'all's fun facts, and y'all did not, did oh not. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no. fun fact: I'm getting married soon, but I, I let it slide. I let it slide. I'm sorry. Being double jointed it might be a little bit cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Seagull um, wings over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just had to have that conversation with my family because they were, you yeah. Know, it was actually the funny thing was like it was at like the Halloween party, y'all's Halloween party that I was having this conversation with my family right? where they were like, hey, what if we had like, you know, these family members, like they really want to be at your wedding. And I was like, no, I'm sorry, I, we don't really have the room. Yeah. And it was like, well, they really, you know, they're family. And it's like, yeah, but they've never been there. Yeah. For us. There, yeah. there hasn't been that support. Yeah. And we're inviting people that mean a lot more to us that have supported us deeper you know people like what you were saying with tony that it'll just call or answer the phone every single time it's like we want to honor those people that have been with us yeah so a thousand percent yeah so yeah yeah i think i think that's so beautiful and i think that's something that really shows you who you view as family is if you when you're getting married as you guys are to the person you love the most and you start making a list of people that you want there (laughs) isn't that crazy i know how it kind of shows you like (laughs) 
like who you really kind of want to be there. It's kind of crazy. Like Courtney and I had to do the same thing. Um, we had people on both sides of our family that didn't make the cut. And it was people that in my mind, I think, when I pictured my perfect wedding, they would have been there. But then when you start like thinking about friends that have been there for you, right? That have like been there for you throughout your life. And you're like, I actually want to invite this person. Well, if you invite that person, that means that totally, totally like, I'm just throwing a name out. That means that, uh, you know, Uncle Ned can't come. It's like, well, when's the last time I talked to Uncle Ned? (laughs) You know? But like this person that I want to invite, like I've only known them for six months, but they've already impacted my life and changed my life because they are present and they're there for me. And yeah, it's just, it's such a great, I think this movie is such a great reminder of that. Before we move to the questions too, I I just have to point out, I love the role that David plays in this movie. Yes. He wants to date her and we'll talk more about him later, but like, it's definitely from a very pure place. It really he is. cares about Lilo and he even cares about Stitch. And he like he's just like he's he becomes part of their family um before he actually starts dating her. He does that wonderful thing that I think we all should do and though it's cliche, but like he forms that friendship and he creates that equity with her before they start dating and then when it happens it just like before you even know it he's just like part of the family. And I thought it was super cool. I love David. And we'll talk more about him later. Um I think I just mentioned David, who's a character. Why don't we go to favorite character? Um, Courtney, I'll get you first this time. Okay. <laughs> she's never ready. We answer the same questions for every movie. She's never ready. Never ready. Uh, okay. Favorite character. Favorite character. I have a feel. Oh, time and- out. Time out. I didn't do my initial thoughts. Oh. oh. I didn't do my initial thoughts. So ready for this. I know. Sit on it. Put a pin on that. My initial thoughts were, <laughs> sorry, you, yours were so good. I just like tangent it. Uh, I echo what everyone said. My initial thoughts were um, when I first watched this movie, I, I kind of dismissed it, which sounds really bad. Lilo and Stitch has never been one of my favorite movies um, until we rewatched it. I'll never forget. We rewatched it at our old house. We I was sick that day. We laid in bed all day long. We rewatched it. And then we ended up watching Stitch 2. And then we ended up watching, I think, the third one or whatever it was. Um, you don't remember, but I remember. I don't remember this um, at all. And I really enjoyed it. And so we haven't watched it since then. But um, I remember tearing up when we watched it. And I said, I didn't remember this movie being this emotional. And even today when we watched it, um, when we rewatched it for this episode, I um, I just was kind of te- getting teary-eyed watching it. I was like, this movie is hilarious. And it's deep. And it's real. And it's raw. And when we got done with it, I was like, dang it, this might be one of my favorite Disney movies. Like, it's so good. And it's something that took me maybe being older to, like, appreciate but yeah. I really Outside pre- of having a cool space back. <laughs> yeah, 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 having a cool space. Well, the uh, side thing, side note, I really kind of identify with Stitch because of uh, Luna. I feel like Luna kind of reminds me of Stitch. She's yeah. like such a, she's just out of place, man. Like she just, All the but time. she, but she loves people. <laughs> she's such a, she cares such really hard and she dog. just doesn't know how to care. Yeah, and we'll touch on when we get to themes. I'll touch on that more later because I have a, a very specific tie-in with uh, with with uh, Stitch and Luna, our 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 cattle dog pit bull mix. It's just such a sweet girl. Terror, but here we go. <laughs> Favorite character, Courtney, you're up. Okay. I don't think he has an actual name. The sunburnt guy with the ice cream cone. Yes! <laughs> so epic. At the very end, he finally gets to this beach where he's like by himself. And then the ships, the spaceships like fly by and sideways knock the, and yeah. it knocks the ice cream cone out of his hand. Hilarious. Yeah, he's great. Okay. He's, he's so funny. He's but, He's your favorite He's character. one of my favorites, okay. along with Stitch. Yeah, Stitch is great. And Lilo. Yeah, Lilo and Stitch are great. 
I think this is one of the only movies where I'm like the main character. Yes. Stitch is fantastic. Uh, Danielle, what about you? I feel like this is a hard answer because like Courtney said, there's so many good there's characters. There's good characters. So many. So yeah. the foundation of a good movie, I think is built on, especially animated movies is built on, you have, you have like people, people forget this, but in animated movies, you have to really develop the characters. Yeah. Because otherwise, once you get past being a little kid, the movie won't stand the test of time because for adults like our age to come back and watch it and still like it. Yeah. Nostalgia plays a factor, but at the same time, like to keep getting depth from it, the characters are important. You know, one of the things too, that I read about it, which was really cool. If I like fun, Hey, another fun fact about me. I'm just throwing another one out there. Um, when I, uh, when I, you don't even have to. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Bonus. Um, for me, when I really enjoy a movie, I want to know everything about it. So I'll go and read okay. like everything, like, because I, I appreciate I'm you know, I'm a production guy. I like yeah. it from yeah. not just like the actors and, you know, stuff like that. Like I like the behind the scenes, the animators, the you know Yeah. yeah. The writers. Watching Star Wars like with that. him is real fun. <laughs> oh that we need to watch so Wars. chill, by the way. Like you haven't even I don't know, you made a two hour movie go to like four hours with a <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We're, we're, not, we're not going there. We're going not, wait, which there. one? <laughs> which one were you watching? Episode four. A New Hope? Yeah. Yeah. I did the same thing. Yeah, she well, started on A New Hope, too. But it wasn't like yeah. questions. It, I mean, it was questions. It was like, hold on. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. One more. Thank you. No, that was uh, it. She always sees um, But I had to like pause it every five seconds to ask questions because I wanted to make sure I was like, Watch Following. the movie with Ryan. You won't have to ask questions. Oh, he okay. Yeah, he answers <laughs> first. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was. I was definitely updating her like as we went. Um, the the older movies make you pay attention. Because yeah. newer movies, they've had to adapt because we don't pay attention when we watch movies. So that's to make oh, it absolutely. simpler. Yeah. But, um, um, but yeah, like one of the things I was reading about is the animation. You know, when they initially drew Stitch, you remember his eyes are all blacked out. Yeah. And there's so much emotion that comes from eyes that like... Emoting him. Yeah, they were like, well, we got to make him kind of terrifying, but in the same breath, like, how do we show emotion? When and soften him as, as the movie goes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, oh they were talking about how much he just, like, they had to over animate everything he did. Like, like his ears slipping back. His ears. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ears oh. back, the, the little frowny faces, mm. the big expressions, you know, yeah. everything was, I guess, over animated because. Yeah, he, he couldn't tell as much of the story with his eyes. Yeah. So. Well, I feel like even compared to like all of the alien characters, like he's the smallest one. Mm-hmm. He's tiny. Yeah. So like over animating him makes sense. It did, and I love, um, I love his expressions because Same. of that. Like, like when he when he gets upset, when he gets. Um, He's like upset when he's mad. He's so funny. The part where she puts the lay on him. Yeah. And he's like going at a hundred and then all of a sudden he just drops like to zero and like just falls back on the ground. Like, and oh he's almost God. like purring like a cat. Yeah. yeah. And it just completely just neutralized him. He's so, he's so funny. <laughs> Danielle, back to you. What is your uh, favorite character? Okay. So I'm going to have to go with Nani. No, that's I really love Nani. Weird. No, I love Nani. No, I, I think love... she's a good character. Yeah, I mean, I love them all, really. Honestly, there's only like a couple that I don't favor. Which we'll, we'll get there. Um, but I love Nani because she goes through tragedy and from tragedy steps in responsibility. Oh, I love it. And I feel like all of us can relate to you. I love it. Going yeah. through situations and 
stepping in through responsibility and yep. just going above and beyond her call. Like she's supposed to be a sister. Now she has to be a mom and a dad and a caretaker. And even Lilo says it in the first like couple minutes of the movie. She's like, I liked you better when you were my sister and not my mom. Yeah. Because Lilo can feel that too. She like, feels like, a She shift. wants her to be her sister. Cause yeah. they, you probably, you know what? They probably used to have a lot of fun. They did. They probably used to go surfing together. They probably had all these things. And now all of a sudden. Yeah. And I, I think like when we dive into David, I love David because I think he reminds her that she, in the midst of responsibility, she can still be fun. Because she's young. Yeah, because she's young. She's young. She's probably yeah. like like really early 20s, maybe late teens, um, like 18, 19, 20. David's 18, 19, 20, and he doesn't have the same responsibility she does. And he's no. trying to date her. And he's basically reminding her like... Like, you're still kind of a young adult kid too. Yeah, and that he's comfortable with stepping in the mess with her. Yes. So I love those two characters. Yeah. I think they Same. balance each other well. I agree. And I think that's a beautiful I agree. example of relationships. And, they yeah, did it. I they nailed the, the romantic side of it because it was so subtle mm-hmm. and he was perfect. And she was like a beautiful mess and Lilo was a beautiful mess. And then David comes along and he's just this perfect imperfect person who like is a spire like a fire like thrower that like burns the roof down but but he's a little clumsy but he like he's he's willing to never give up on asking her out on a date because he genuinely cares for like both of them and he i think he understands and she she kind of gives him hope too which i love she's like i'm sorry i just have so much i love that she did that she's like i i'm sorry i really just have too much going on I, maybe one day we can go on a date. I just, I can't right now. I love that Lilo, like, along the way, too. Like, I've read her diary. She likes your hair. Like, <laughs> along the way, That was one of my favorite scenes. She was, like, such a sister. I read her she diary. She likes your butt and your hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, so hysterical. I read her diary. And she says, she likes your butt and your hair. I know. I read her diary. <laughs> and then, like, it's just like. He's like, really? She likes it and flips yeah. his hair? Yeah, he does. Right. Anyways. Uh, yes, yeah. so Nani. I just, I think she's a good representation of real life, and I just appreciate that. She is. Yeah. And, like, I'm just going to talk about it real quick. Like, I love the way that they animate, like, her body and uh, a lot of the people's bodies in the movie. Um, very realistic, yeah. less, yeah. like, super slender and super, like, Cinderella looking. It's more realistic. And um, I love, like, Lilo was, like, a lot of, like, they do, like, the kids in movies are, like, super, you know, like, very, like, like, like you know, rosy cheeks and stuff like that. But Lilo was very real. And I loved how real Lilo was. Like, this little, yeah. little short kid, like, running around. Like, Listen, little kids all go through that ugly face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where she was. I loved, I loved it. I thought it was so good. Uh, Courtney. I already said mine. You already went to yours. That's right. Ryan. Ryan, favorite character. Man. I can go first if you want me to. Did you go teach? Mm-mm. Do you want to go ahead and teach? I can go ahead. I can go ahead and go. Go for it. So my favorite character is, um, it, it's always been Stitch, but the last time we watched it, it really, Lilo is really great. Yeah. She's funny. She's heartbreakingly sad. And she just really embodies what it's like to go through trauma and still be hopeful. But I just really love Stitch a lot. And my honorable mention for secondary character, I always like to do a favorite secondary character. I love Bubbles. Oh, yes. Bubbles. I love so Bubbles great. so much. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like, dude, you're you're like a super tough guy that's a big softy. And I always am a sucker for the tough guy that's a big softy. And that's yeah. exactly what he is. I love that Lilo could see through him, though. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. Instantly. Um, so it's a, kind of a three-way tie between Lilo and Stitch. And probably Nani. I really do like Nani a lot. She's great. She 
she kind of carries the movie in a lot of ways. Um, but if I had to name one, I would I would say Stitch. I like Stitch a lot. I like when Stitch almost like taunts them and like goes on his hands and like shakes his little butt in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's He's like, hey, hey, come get me. Yeah. Suckers. I love it. I love it. Yeah. If I had to choose one character, it would probably be Stitch to be my favorite. But He's honestly, just so good. He is. Like just the really cool thing about it is all of them have their own like they there's all there's like this maturity for all of them that we get to watch happen and it's so cool and it's like yeah there's like a little i don't know for me it feels like there's like a little piece of me with almost mm. every single one of them and it's like yeah i agree yeah it's just really fun to watch that um but if i had to choose i'd probably say stitch just because yeah i'm in the same about, boat yeah he has no no past know anything and he's like learning it all in the in the moment they the have spot. this beautiful line that what's the scientist name again i always forget jumbo uh, jumbo jumbo yeah jumbo whatever his yeah. name is and he says like uh um wendy says bleakly says like why isn't he going to sleep and he's like when everybody else goes to sleep he has no memories he has nothing to dream about. Nothing to dream about. And I was like, this is a freaking kids movie. <laughs> but it's, it's like so deep. Like Stitch, like he's like trying to, he's like all the excitement of like being in a new place and like figuring out but there's nothing you destroy has gone away. And now he's like, like Lilo's asleep, Nandi's asleep. And he's like, there's nowhere for him to escape to in his mind. Like me, like yeah. worst case scenario, if I'm laying in bed and can't sleep, I can replay my life and think about things that I want to do tomorrow and things that I've learned from the past and all these. he has no reference of what he wants to do tomorrow because he can't even reference what's gone wrong in the past it's 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 like and when, whatever um whatever Jamba says that I'm just my mind was blown yeah. I was like oh my gosh like Stitch is so like the duck in the book lost yeah. he like is so lost he doesn't know where to go what to do it's actually like it's you deep. really think it, yeah, it's such a complex character, actually. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really complex and it's beautiful. Yeah. Um here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do least favorite character next, but y'all, because I'll forget because I'll go down a roll. After we do least favorite character, I would like to just do an overall synopsis of characters and list other ones that we think are great yeah. and how they push the story forward. So um uh Ryan Ox can get you first if you can. Okay. Who do you think your least favorite character is? Uh, I keep forgetting his name, but the uh John Two or whatever. John Two, yeah. The the, the galactic police yeah. guy, yeah. Because he just like, it's weird because he has like a past and he has you know all of his memories, but he still operates the way that Stitch was programmed. Yeah, he does. You're you right. know, so like very destructive. I feel, yeah, I feel bad for him, but he's just stuck in operation mode only, and there's not really anything else about him. He's just. Yeah, overachiever, I guess. And you gotta love those. Has... Op- you gotta love those operations people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney, what about you? Least favorite character? Myrtle. Yes. Who's Myrtle? <gasps> the little redhead girl that's oh, mean to her. She's awful. Delilo. She's in there too. The worst character. Yeah. All right. That's it. All right, Danielle. I'm with you, Court. I'm Myrtle. <laughs> I'm just not a fan, but I have to go back to what TJ said. All the characters are so complex. So even when I don't like the character, 
because the good, the main ones have such good backstories, I had to ask myself, why are they that way? So it's why so. Why is Myrtle that it's way? It's so well, funny that you say even that. Like when Nani was like, they just don't know what to say to you because they. I feel like maybe they were friends before her parents died, and now, and no now her parents and no one knows how to treat her or yeah. do. And then I'm almost like, that's so sad that no one knows how to like show you how to be a good friend even through hardship. And not yeah. only that, Lilo probably used to be different before her parents died. Now her behaviors have changed. She's acting out, and her oh. friends don't know what to do because oh. her parents just died, and like they're like her parents. My side. Old Le- sister is raising her. Yeah, and like, Lilo's being a jerk now because Lilo was kind of a jerk, like sometimes. Like hurt. I love her, but yeah, yeah, she's kind of a jerk. Like so they pushed her off the bike. <laughs> and Stitch. What I love is when Stitch pushes her off the bike and then he pulls Lilo on and then he like goes from all the ends of the island. And there's water. And he's just like, well, frick. <laughs> I can't get out of here. Um, I would say my least favorite is probably. Uh, I think John is my least favorite, but Myrtle is is up there too. Um, so now that we're here, I'll kick it to Courtney first. Oh God! Let's do just a character synopsis. So you Wait, did your, you do your least favorite? Yeah, oh, I didn't. You? Yeah, I did. Myrtle yeah, and John. Myrtle too. and John too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, okay. Yeah, it. both. I, I literally agree with all three of you. Like okay. they're like the worst characters. Courtney, I'll kick it to you first. Um, when it comes to the characters on this movie, other than your favorite, what are a cast of characters that are just what what what? Great characters do you see that kind of push the the, the the like the themes and everything forward? I kind of like love Pleatly. Same, he's great. <laughs> like he just like cares so much for the earth. And it just is so funny because at the end Bubbles is like, Oh yeah, we like told them that mosquitoes are like this endangered species and we need the earth to survive for these mosquitoes and Pleakley's like the advocate for mosquitoes. Yeah. <laughs> the worst the best <laughs> in the world. <laughs> the worst. I think it's really hilarious when he's like, oh my gosh, a mosquito has chosen me. And then like he's like ends up in like welt and the like is bandaged. Happens, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, I don't know. Other than Pleakley, I mean, David is good. Yeah. I don't think they're in bubbles, obviously, but I don't think there's any that are like the main people. I don't know. What do you think, Danielle? I mean, I just keep going back to like this. this the character development is super good in this short movie. And yeah. You, and I think it's because the one liners kind of tee you into what could have been. Yes. Like you, you picked up with Myrtle, like with Nani telling, you know, Lilo, like they just don't know how mm-hmm. to be with you. And it's, like, oh man, what was the backstory there? And so yeah. I think it can like it it did what Disney does best, what's which leaves room for creativity and imagination. Yes. And so I don't know, I guess I'll agree with everything you said. Um I also kind of like just love all the one-off characters, like the little old lady yes. and the ice cream guy. Yeah. And the like cause they just play this like they further their stories and kind mm-hmm. of the interactions that happen with them and like Lilo taking the picture of him yeah. because she likes to take pictures of, you know? Yeah. And so I don't know. Yeah. I disagree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was great. I love the old lady. She's so funny. Especially um, when Nani is trying to like get a job, get a job. Yeah. I like, put an ad she's out. She's like, I can't talk to you. I'm waiting for someone to respond to my ad. And she's like, I am responding to your ad. <laughs> the hose is like going everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like chaos is breaking out. It's so funny. Like, um, I'll go around, then you can go around. I think I think when it comes to supporting characters and just other people, just being super, 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 um, just monumental to pushing the plot forward. I thought that uh, Jamba and Pleakley together were great. Yeah, like the pairing, mm-hmm. they were great. I 
at first I hated how quick Stitch was able to convince him to help him, but then it kind of makes sense where he goes like, because like throughout the movie, John was like, oh, he's like, he's like learning, he's growing, he's so intelligent, he's so smart. And then they get to like the end of it, and Stitch is like, I really need your help to save Lilo, and he's like. Okay. okay, and then and then, and then Pinkley's like, really? And he's like, he's very persuasive. <laughs> I thought it was great. I think it goes to the complex of like the parent relationship, parent child relationship. Because he created him. Because he created him. Yeah, kind of proud of him. And he wants to see him yeah, succeed. And I think like that just is again like another beautiful complex thing that this movie displays. I agree. Yeah, There's so much things. Um, David's great. We talked about him already, but David's great. Um, I love Bubbles. I love. I love the layers that he has. Like he used to work for the CIA. <laughs> he convinced them, like you said earlier, about the mosquito thing. Yeah. And like, it's just great. I love that. Um, it just, just the host of characters is fantastic. The comedic relief that they use from time to time. To, to, things get super serious. And then absolute comedy. Just beautiful, just original. Stitch playing the guitar, trying to be Elvis. <laughs> like just... <laughs> Oh, yeah. He did. He did. Especially yeah. on the beach. Stitch is great. Oh, yeah. Brad, if you're listening, Stitch may be better than you. Um, oh, <laughs> just kidding. Hot take. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Brad. You're yeah, great. We love you. Um, <laughs> but but um, I also thought that um, the side characters, like y'all said, were great. Old lady was great. Oh, I, I really like uh, another character that's like a bad character to be mentioned is like the... The restaurant owner that fires Nani, that kind of that kind of bit me a little bit because I've been faced with similar situations when I ran Maple Street. And um, I just am thankful that I made the opposite decision, that I, I gave people chances instead of. And I, I just wish there were more people that did that. Um, but I kind of see where he's coming from, too, because, like, it probably had been going on for a long time. Um, and Lilo and Nani can be frustrating, so I kind of get it. And he he was trying not to be angry, but he kind of sucked in that moment. I wish he would have let her keep her job. Um, what other characters can we talk about? Yeah, but it even goes back to, like, just the good character development, that even the side characters bring the plot forward. It's like if she didn't yes. lose her job, then, then it wouldn't have created all the mm, other events, just like Jumbo right. yeah. like chasing. Right. Yeah, you know, it just, I don't know. It's, it's, no, it's so great. Good. It's yeah. beautiful. And that's what we hear and I talk about all the time. Like, we, we, if you hear, if we listen to other episodes, we talk about how a lot of the villains, we say they're our least favorite character, but it's not because we don't like them. We often talk about how they push the plot. Like Maleficent was one of those when we watched um, yeah. when we watched Sleeping Beauty. But like Maleficent in Sleeping Beauty, yeah, she's the villain. But man, is she so good! <laughs> like like watching 101 Dalmatians, Cruella Deville. Like she's so good. Like she's yeah. a great villain. And like yeah. yeah, she's your least favorite character. Yeah. But man, is she a great villain? And she yeah. does what she's supposed to do. And I think the same thing for all the villains in this movie is they do what they're supposed to do. But uh, Ryan, what about you? Um, what other characters or what other maybe things that characters did would you like to add to what we've already said? I kind of want to just expand on the whole um, Jumba kind of thing. Yeah, please. Because he's like... He's one of those characters that you, I mean, like Pleakley and Jumba are like this, like almost like a little side quest thing that's happening during the whole movie. It's so funny. Which is, yeah, it's really funny. But the really cool thing is, is like he had so much pride in creating Stitch and gets so angry when he doesn't fulfill what he designed him to do. Mm -hmm. But then eventually comes around to like, he's actually so much better than what I designed. And... 
just adapting to that. It's really good. And yeah. then like my whole life. I know he just adapts to it and accepts them, and he's like, it, it's almost like that that father son, you know, setup. And it's you know it's the one you want to see happen. It doesn't always happen, you know, um, with families, but it is like the best case scenario where, yeah, they might not have turned out the way you expected, but you know, allow room for growth and watch what happens. Yeah, yeah I think that's great. I I really love the, and, and you hit on this before we started recording about how in the second Lilo and Stitch that it's going to talk more about it, but like the fact that they all get to stay on earth together <laughs> and like become kind of a family, yeah. like a really broken and weird, but beautiful family. It's so cool. We kind of yeah. get to see that at the end when they're rebuilding yeah. the home. And then the pictures. Even for yeah. like yeah. Christmas yeah. and like John Button, Plinkly, yeah. like come in, <laughs> yeah, and it just is like cute and sweet, and I just I was gonna touch I on love. this later, but I'll touch on it now. I thought it was cool that as broken as Stitch was and as like difficult, by the end of it, when they were like she was getting ready to go to school and Ani was getting ready to go to work, he was making their lunch and their breakfast, <laughs> and he was giving them like the, the yeah. thing, and yeah. he was helping rebuild the house, and they were surfing, and instead of him being like them having to, he was part of, he was just enjoying, it. and they, and I love that they were surfing in a boat, which is a very small detail, but it was safer for Stitch because he didn't have to worry about falling mm-hmm. out of it or off. Yeah, of it. yeah um, be in water. <laughs> yeah, and so like he he went from being a menace to they spent time with him and like like let him develop a little bit, and then he was helping them. He was making their yeah. dinners and lunch, and he was helping clean the house. He was helping build the house, and he he went from being a menace to being a functioning part of the family, mm-hmm. which was so cool because um, that's what he really wanted, and yeah. it just took some time for him to learn how to do it. You know, there's this one part too that when I watch it, that part where you talked about it, um, where he like pushes the girl off her bike yeah. jumps on it and then like grabs uh, Lilo and throws her on the bike it's like yeah he was kind of using Lilo as cover at first with um, Jumba and uh, Pleakley yeah. but I don't know I kind of feel like in the moment it was more of a protective thing Yeah, it was like where he first started showing the signs of I'm going to protect this this is kind of important you know like he, he started yeah something. well it's 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 kind of goes yeah. back to when you think about like the professor jumba he, he created 626 stitch to be this destructive force but he really didn't know what he's gonna be capable of and it goes back to instinct and i, I talked about it a, a little bit ago um comparing stitch to luna luna has a lot of our, our dog luna has a lot of qualities that are undesirable She's loud. Oh she's obnoxious. She doesn't she's stop a, barking. She's a bully. She, she, when people come over, we have to like, and it's always embarrassing. Like you guys understand because y'all come over a lot, but like a lot of times we have to like, I'm sorry. Like if we've, and people think, oh, she's just not disciplined. No, we like, we discipline her. She's like, very disciplined. She's very disciplined. She, she, she does what she's supposed to do. She sits where she's supposed to sit. She goes outside and goes, she's actually more disciplined she than Jenny. Listens actually. So well. She like, like she's very habitual. A, yes. And, this, like disciplined it's insane if you know us like people think that Jenny's the better dog but G- luna follows the rules more than Jenny. luna sits before every doorway because she knows she's supposed to sit when she goes outside if i say if i yell luna's name she's back at the door in a second ready to come inside i have to yell jenny's name multiple times i don't have to go outside and like carry jenny inside because <laughs> yeah. she's like she like jenny's like so sweet she's like and- oh the sun is shining 
F you, I'm not coming inside. Yeah, Ginny's like such, <laughs> Jason's like a little She's princess. A princess. <laughs> yeah, she really is. But the thing with Luna that, that is, just reminds me of Stitch so much is what gets her is her instinct. And although it can be annoying, She's the one, I said this a couple weeks ago, she's that that dog that if someone broke into our house and wanted to harm us, if I was going out to face him, I would want Luna with me. Because Luna, but despite all of her annoying traits, this is gonna sound really dark, but she would die for this family. Like she is just so, and you guys can tell when you come, like she's just, this is my house, this is my people, like I'm going to fight to protect it. And that is kind of Luna's personality versus Jenny's. And not to take away from Jenny, like Jenny has a lot of great um, personality traits. Um, yeah. She, she has m- m- more great personality traits than Luna does. But in many ways, Luna's instincts um, just come together in a beautiful way. And she's just so protective and so loyal. And I feel like Stitch at the end, his instincts of like saving himself because he has like this whole even from the beginning through the end, like he's all about saving himself. If he wouldn't have been so instinctual in saving himself, he wouldn't have ended up saving Lilo in the end. A thousand percent. Which I feel like is so important. It's so important. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so true. And he, he acts on instinct for a long time. And then, um, but kind of like we see Luna growing and learning, um, people don't see it. They come over and see us a lot of the times, but we see the small growth in her. Like every time someone comes over, like there was a time when we couldn't record a podcast. Like right now she's out roaming around. We couldn't record a podcast because she would be all over you guys. We used to put her like literally in the backyard and now she can, cause you just take time and you just let them learn. And I love seeing that in the movie with stitch. Like you, they just take time to let him learn. And then at the very end when he's like handcuffed and he's like, like, can I say goodbye? And then the, the, the chancellor's like, what? And then he like, like coherent sentences and like, you know, I, you know, this is my family and I want to say goodbye to them. And then she's just kind of blown away, Yeah. you know, because of how coherent he is and how much he actually understands what's going on. So. Something that was really cool about him too, is he allowed himself to be seen in the real form with his creator at first, but pretended to be a dog with Lilo and Nani until he got comfortable around them. And then he allowed who yes. he really was to yes. come out and so I think that that's something really awesome to like note that he was okay he was he was comfortable showing fully who he was yes when it but then also too there was this this growth of watching him go from like being a dog to who he really is yeah yeah a thousand percent because he's he transformed for yeah. survival yeah, yeah. like because he, he's so much more than a dog yeah like yeah. he put his arms in you yeah. know and yeah. then he his outside appearance actually changed to where he was com- like his comfortability levels which was pretty cool yeah. yeah I love that let's move to the next set of questions um, we'll do favorite scene um, which is we talked it's hard but um, Courtney you want to go first do I look like I'm ready to go first? No, <laughs> no you don't. I will go first then okay. because I feel like I'm actually ready. My favorite scene is actually um, a combination probably between Stitch's um, speech to the chancellor at the very, very end where he's like, mm-hmm. like, before I go, can I say goodbye to my family? And she's like, what? what? <laughs> you know, he's so coherent and so just well eloquent. But... Um, other than that, I also think my favorite scene is probably when um, she reads him the, um, or he, he finds the Ugly Duckling book, and then they read it together, and you can kind of see that he identifies with it, and she identifies with it, but yet there's so much more to them 
there's so much more to them than that and that they are going to help each other figure that out yeah <laughs> TJ I just makes everyone cry around the table it's fine <laughs> sorry I should have gone first that was, that was my favorite like anything ugly duckling in Stitch is like my favorite yeah it's great there's, also, this, there's this picture that we found at the arts festival that we need to buy next time we see it where it's like Stitch and the, the ugly, ugly ducklings. ducklings yeah it's so cute it's so cute um, I'm just gonna wrap mine up with a bow and then pass it on. Um, but I also like, I don't know, when, um, him and Nani are, like, in the, like, forest and he's, like, she's, like, where's Lilo? And he, like, thinks that he's about to be, like, taken away and he's, like, Ohana. Ohana means family and family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. Yeah. And like it's almost like a all like all hope is lost moment, and he like brings it back. Like no, like Lila's not gonna be forgotten. She's not gonna be taken away. Like we're gonna go get her, and everything's gonna be okay. Like he almost like brings hope to her in that moment, and it's like I don't know. It's a kind of a beautiful moment. I agree. That's a great scene. It's really really beautiful. Ryan. I know it's tough. I know it's tough. I guess I would have to. I don't know. So there's two scenes that I'm kind of like back and forth between. Um, but ultimately, one kind of sticks out more than the other. Um, the first one, I guess I'll say, is like just the scene where she's kind of learning stitch yeah you know where they're going along and like nani's struggling she's trying to figure out her next job and all this like she's figuring out the real world yeah. situations and then like lilo's just figuring out stitch and like they're going through like they're just learning each other in that moment it's that part's really fun i agree um there she is. <laughs> there's luna that's that's luna if anyone wanted to know <laughs> Um, but then the other part is probably at the end when, um, what's his name? Gantu? Gantu? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, accidentally, you know, nabs uh, Lilo instead of Stitch. And then, like, everyone just kind of becomes like this ragtag group of mercenaries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Family yeah. slash mercenaries yeah. that decides to hunt him down. Well, what I love is he, he captures Lilo and Stitch, but Stitch is like, because he's like ridiculous, oh, yeah, right. yeah. like squeezes out of it. Yeah. And then they're like, what do we do? And he and Stitch is like, we just got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go get her. Let's really? go get her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not a question. It's not it's a question. Just... Yeah. It's so good. Um, Danielle, what about you? Um, I have two scenes coming to mind, and they're kind of shallow, so sorry, you deep people are on the table. It's okay. <laughs> My first one is um, whenever the bu- Bubbles is about to come over and, like, investigate the house. And Lilo- <laughs> <laughs> that is a great scene. It is great. Yeah. And Lilo had, like, nailed the door shut, and, I'm dead. and Nani's, like, stuck through the door, <laughs> the dog door. Lilo, like, Lilo made it hard. She made she it difficult. Did. She's like, I'm about to, like, she's saying all the evil things she's going to do to her, and then Bubbles pulls her out, and she's like, and love you and nurture you and yeah. care. <laughs> and I just love because it was like that glimpse into that sister relationship that Lilo references that she missed. You yeah. know, it's almost like she tried to spark that from Nani, but in a negative way because she missed it so much. Yeah. 
Um, and then my second favorite scene is whenever they're surfing with David. Yeah. And Nani yeah, and Lilo are on the... Not Nani and Stitch, sorry, are on the beach, and he's willing to risk water to be mm. with Lilo. Yeah. So, like, the thing that he fears the most, um, he's willing to go out and, and experience to be a part of something with her. And I just thought that was really beautiful. It was. It's also equally as sad because they think that, that Stitch is trying to drag Lilo down, but it's really Jamba who's, who's holding Stitch, and he's just trying to breathe. Mm. And it seems like... He's being at we've all. I mean, I, you ever swam with a dog before? Any of you? I'm sure yeah. you you have. If, if they get panicked, they'll they'll pull you down, and you can get away from them pretty quick as they're dogs. They, they can't grab you. They don't have posable thumbs like <laughs> we do. But um, dogs freak out, and so it would be very realistic for them to think that when you know Lila went down and Stitch grabbed her ankle and then he got pulled down by Jamba that he was pulling her down it was kind of a sad scene in that way because he really wasn't trying to drown her he just was getting drowned himself yeah. <laughs> and he was trying to <laughs> he just was trying to live. <laughs> he was just trying to survive so yeah that scene was kind of sad in that way but uh but the pre part, when he was on the beach, yeah. that was cute. No, it was, it <laughs> yes. was super cute. Yes. That was fun. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, I would echo, is probably, honestly, top five. Like, he, like that whole surfing scene with David was beautiful. And him figuring out, you know, just his place in that family. And because he, here's the beautiful part is you don't know this in this moment, but he's going to be more than a dog to them at the end of the movie. Like he's going to be like between a dog and a person and he'll never quite be a person because he's not a person. He's not, but he's intelligent and he's like a pet. He's been like, he's going to be like what everybody kind of really wants. Like me and Ryan talked about, like, you know, he's kind of like that dog that can talk. He's the Chewbacca. Yeah. He's going to be Chewbacca. He's going to be Brian Griffin. He's going to be, he's, he's going to be, um, you know, Bender from Futurama, right? He's going to be that, mm. that, that and, and an object they can talk and can be a part of the family. And it's kind of a really just beautiful and fun thing. So, yeah. Did you say your favorite scene yet? Yeah. Yes. Did you? I went first. Did we no, all go? I went after you. Did we all go? Yeah. Okay, cool. Least favorite scene. Who wants to go first? Ooh, I think I have it. Go. Ooh. Okay, Ryan. Um, least favorite scene was the first time or is the time when Stitch leaves Lilo. Mm. And she has that speech. I'm going to butcher it. But it was like, she was like, it's okay that you leave. Everybody leaves eventually. Everybody leaves eventually. She was like, I remember and everyone that leaves. Yeah, but I'll like, remember oh. you. i remember everyone that leaves. And She's then, very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But effective. Like, yeah, it's just like she this. She still gets what she wants. It's yeah. this like moment of like, because I think like it was... I th- if I remember correctly, like Stitch was right around the time of like being lost himself, and then you know she's finally connecting to something and she's losing it, and yeah, it's just I don't know, it hit really hard. Yeah, that's a hard ending scene. Yeah, it's sad. Courtney, what about you? All the feels. <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> Okay, I'll go. I think when Nani gets fired, it's oh. like my least favorite scene. Yeah, and I tough. think it's just because we can all relate to being in that moment where it's like nothing else could possibly go wrong. And then and bam. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just think it like it's it's another hole that Nani's like, great. Now I have to dig out of. That's really not my place to dig out of. But here I am digging out of it. And I just think that hits a little 
human side yeah. of me a bit. Yeah. It's like it's like, you know, you had a terrible day at work, you've you just found out you have an unexpected bill to pay, and then your car breaks down on the way home. Yeah. And you're just like, what else could possibly go wrong? It's just it's, it's funny, like in her mind, because she's like, you know, I don't know what to do with my sister. You know, I gotta figure out this whole thing with this guy coming in. I just got a crackhead dog that like <laughs> literally. <I just> literally. <laughs> literally is absolutely insane. Like, yeah. And then it's one more thing. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that's spot on. Courtney, you ready? Yeah. I think when um after their house is kind of like burning down and Bubbles has placed Lilo in the car mm. and him and Nani are like arguing. Bubbles and Nani are and she's like, Don't take her away from me. She needs me. And Bubbles is like, well, maybe you need her more than she needs you. It just is like so heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. Yeah, I agree. That's really, really sad too. I think for me, my least favorite is the one where um, where Lilo sends Stitch away because she's mad at him. I think it's I think it's like like when they meet up in the uh, in the in the forest or whatever. Tries to give her the picture of her family, and yeah. she's like yeah. takes him away, and like. Yeah, she's just so done because she doesn't know how to even react to what's like, going on anymore. Oh, you're one of them. Get away from me. Yeah, yeah, that was really, really sad to me. Because um, at this point, he's changed, so his mindset has changed, but she doesn't realize that yet. Um, so that was that was really tough for me. I mean, she's kind of like outside of her character in that moment too, because like everything leading up to that, like. Super hopeful. She finds beauty in the imperfections. Yeah. 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 Like her baby doll. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Her baby doll, the pictures she takes, the fact that, I mean, that was one of the reasons she took Stitch was he was different. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't want a normal dog. She wanted. Yeah. Different. Yeah. That's great. Um, You want to do songs in this one? Hawaiian roller coaster ride. The only the only song. The only yeah. one. I was about to say, I think that was just unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. We'll just Hawaiian cross that one off the list. That is great though. When they're when they're all serving together, it's beautiful. Um all right, here we go. This is when it's gonna get deep. Not that it hasn't already, but what's a theme from the movie to apply to everyday life? So so a theme from this movie that you can take to not only everyday life, but just life in general. Um, it doesn't even have to be a theme. It can just be like a moment you can take away from the movie. Yeah. Daniel, why don't you go first? Okay. Okay, I, I take it back. This is the most nerve-wracking question. <laughs> <laughs> it is the hardest question. Uh, yeah. No, I'll have to go back to my favorite character, Nani. And um, I kind of teed into it a little bit from the beginning. But I think that there's a point in life when we allow responsibility to rob the joy of life. Mm-hmm. And I think that these David moments, right? I'll call them David moments because it's David who really reminds her to live again come in and we have one of two ways we can respond. We can either respond with, I just have too much going on right now and I can't experience this joy or we can lean into it and have an awesome surf session. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's something I want to remind my life is although responsibility is real and it's there and we definitely need to lean into it. We have to keep our eyes open for the David moments. Yeah. Very good. I love that. Yeah, that's good. Courtney. Um, I'm going to go back to the scene where Stitch is like, he, it's, he takes the ugly duckling book from Leela's bedroom and is like, 
has it open and is like reading it in the middle of the, the woods, the forest, whatever. And it's like, he opens it to the page where it says, I'm lost. And then the next page is like his family or like the ducklings family, like saving him. And Stitch like yells out, like I'm lost. Like, and it's almost like, a, he just is like, come, he wants someone to come save him and come help him. But then he falls asleep and in the morning, he realizes that he's still by himself and Jamba is there and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm lost. I'm waiting for my family to come get me. And Jamba's like, you have no one. Mm. And I feel like sometimes in life, like, even though we have people, like we feel lost, we feel alone. And sometimes we're our only hope to get out of our situations. And I just feel like that's really relatable, like, a lot of times in my life, like, I feel like I, even though I'm supported with great family members and great communities, sometimes, like, the only person I can rely on is still myself. And so it just is, like, a very relatable, very, like, real situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Ryan? Um, it's really tough to, like, nailed down because there's actually so many themes like when you really deep dive into this it really movie. is it's, inter- yeah. it's interwoven it really yeah is. the reason we ask this question yeah. especially in movies like this some of the other movies aren't as deep as this one but this one is what what i really want to hear what we really want to hear is the one that speaks the most to you so when you watch this like if there's 15 underlying themes right yeah. what's the one that just really hits home to ryan roush I know. It's really tough. Um, Sorry. Okay. I'm going to cheat a little. I like cheating. Okay. TJ will do whatever he can to (laughs) win. Literally. Can we have a second round? (laughs) If you're not cheating, you're not trying. (laughs) Literally TJ's mentality. Um, All right. So then I'm just going to go with the overarching theme of the movie, which is family. Ohana. Love it. So... Because even like the way he breaks it down, he's like, it's messy, it's sometimes broken, but it's It's good, good. you know? It's still good. And that's just across the board. You'd never really... You can have an idea of what you want family to be and, you know, kind of romanticize it and create an idea. Um, But it's never that. You know, you never get that. And... But what you do get is so much better because it's it's difficult, it's messy, but yeah, in the end, it's still good. You know, you, you still have these moments like what I was saying earlier with um, Jumba and Stitch. You know, it's not what he designed it to be. Stitch wasn't what he designed it to be, but ultimately, you know, um, it came out better. Better. Yeah. yeah. So like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just family's not always what you think it's going to be. It, it's messy. It's a little different. But, like, um, it, it's the people in the community that come around you and make it even better. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It's about who's around you. And um, that is one of those themes. If, if you take nothing else from this movie, you take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've learned something, which is so fantastic, which I love. We talked about this in a lot of other episodes. You can watch these, these silly animated movies. And yeah. if you really try 
you can you can walk away a better person mm-hmm. from watching them, which is beautiful. Um, my biggest takeaway, and I told myself I wasn't going to deviate from it, as all of you guys gave your your takes. So I'm gonna, I'm not. Was I'm was sim- was simply this. Lilo and Stitch are mirrors of each other, mm-hmm. which is so obvious from the very beginning. Yeah. And what what the mirror they have to look at is is there so much more to both of them than meets the eye, mm-hmm. right? And so when you when you initially look at them, there's more to them than meets the eye. And so when I was watching this movie today, and what I was thinking about like before you guys came over, I was like working on my truck, and so I was reflecting on the movie is. 20-year-old TJ, people would look at me, 20-year-old Ryan, 20-year-old Danielle, 20-year-old Courtney, people would look at us, and they wouldn't realize the potential that was there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wouldn't see it, right? Yeah. And you know what the really sad part is? Is we probably didn't see it either. Yeah. We really didn't. And um, Lilo's a small child who's doesn't have that many memories yet. And Stitch is this alien creature who doesn't have memories yet either. And there's so much more to them than meets the eye. And I just kept seeing that throughout the movie. And uh, you guys know me closer than a lot of, know me better than a lot of other people do. And what something that I've been learning as, I, as I've gone into new seasons recently is that there's more to me than meets the eye. And there's more to Ryan Roush and more to Danielle. And there's more to Courtney than meets the eye. And the problem is, is we don't necessarily have a problem with that until the problem is, is that we don't see that, right? So what I mean by that is, if there's more to me than meets the eye, if I'm the eye that sees it, it's okay. But if I'm the person that doesn't see it and everybody else does, there's still an issue. So there's more to Lilo and there was more to Stitch than met the eye and it took them a little bit to see it, Mm -hmm. right? So Nani could see Lilo's potential, but it didn't matter. And even he, like, I love the way that Jumbo was like in this. Like six two six can can do like level cities, and he can do all these things. And like Stitch didn't know that he could do that. He did, literally everyone's didn't. Left shoe. Yeah. So everyone's <laughs> left shoe. He didn't. Stitch had no clue. So what I what, what I want to make the point of is is that there's more to you listening right now. There's more to you than meets the eye, but the only eye that needs to see it is your eye. Because once you realize your potential, once you realize what you can do, it's limitless because the thing is, is that we're all created to do different things. We all are raised and we have different different obstacles and diversities and things that lead us to where we are in our 20s and our 30s and our 40s and so forth. But the, the thing is, is at some point you have the hand that's dealt to you and you play that hand. And what I feel like Stitch and Lilo do that's so beautiful is even at a very young age, both of them very young, they've realized the hand they've been dealt and they play it. And they are successful because of it. And what I love and what I want, the theme that I would take away from this whole movie is, is that like there's more to you than meets the eye. And so look deep within yourself, believe in yourself, and remember that there's more to you than what other people see. Because there's so many times when we leave parts of ourselves on the table or they say it in football, like I left points on the field, right? Like I, I, we played that game and we lost it, but we left points on the field because we didn't execute as well as we wanted to. A lot of times I feel like that we all just 
we're more than meets the eye. There's just more to us and we need to be the ones that see it. So what I would say the theme that I saw was is that there's more to more to us than meets the eye and we need to understand that believe in yourself, believe in the people around you and trust the people around you even if even if it's hard and you'll accomplish great things. It's kind of like don't yeah. let people dictate who you are, you know, cuz yeah. like if you look at it like Jumba kept telling Stitch like destruction yeah, destruction destruction all about destruction all those little yeah. girls you know saw Lilo as just some broken little girl and it was kind of about kinda, destruction too yeah yeah they just kept her beat down but you know yeah they find each other and they they find each other's purpose and kind of find out who they are I love it and then they just rise above I love it it's kind of like when you think about it like like Stitch was was created for a singular purpose but all the things that went to him being evil were also attributes that could be used for good, right? Like, like his focus, his tenacity, his ability to adapt, right? Like, if you focus that on positive things, oh, wow, you can accomplish so much more. And so I feel like that it's not about the talents. People people are so focused on like, oh, these talents and abilities I'm given, I need to use these to accomplish X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, hold on. What do you want to accomplish? Mm-hmm. What? What do you want to accomplish? No one's ever asked me that. Okay, well, the things that you want to accomplish, why don't you use the gifts and abilities you've been given to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish? And maybe, just maybe, we'll discover your purpose and the reason why you're supposed to add to this earth so yeah that's my my theme from this movie mm-hmm. there's so many good themes so, so many, many good ones yeah. so many um is this movie over underrated I think it's underrated yeah honestly um I don't know I mean for it's time it came out and did really well considering like Disney movies weren't doing so hot in that time frame. Like they were, they were very spotty. They were, I mean, I would say to, to agree with you. I mean, if you ask me which movie is better, this one or Lion King, I'd say this one. Oh, Lion King sucks. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Another hot take. (laughs) Well, we, we both of us, I mean, I haven't watched Lion King in a long time, but like there's other movies that, I mean, I would take Hunchback over Lion King. Oh, yeah. And I'll take Lilo and Stitch over Hunchback. Like, yeah. Lilo, Lilo and Stitch is a beautiful movie, and we've we've really talked is. about it a lot, and we're going to continue talking about it, but mm-hmm. I love your take. I think I think this movie maybe was a little bit ahead of its time. It, it, I think it was, yeah. I think it really was, because, like, you look at, like, Frozen and even Tangled and Frozen 2, and, man, if Lilo and Stitch would have came out in that animated format, I think it would have been, dude, I think it would have blown up. Another one of those things, like like I said, I, I read the different stuff and, you know, really dive into it. And, yeah. Um, it's just from watching it, too. You know, you notice things, like, a lot of Disney movies at that time was doing a lot of, like... It was animated, but it was more of, like, computer-generated art and stuff like that. Yeah. Where I was noticing, like, this isn't like that. So I went back and read it, and they actually went back to, um, like, they were doing pastel portraits for this movie. So all the background, not all the backgrounds, but, like, 80, 90% of the backgrounds were all, like, hand-painted backgrounds. Which they haven't done since Dumbo. Yeah. yeah. So like they really went back to their roots to yeah. have like a unique experience for a movie. They they just 
it's one of those things like Disney, it's like sometimes they know what they have and they're like, this one is going to be amazing. And it's, then there's other movies that they throw out that's just like, let's see if it gets some... It's so funny you that know? you say that because we talked about that with Scott and Tori when we did the Cars episode. And it was so funny because this, ep- this, this movie is like similar to Cars 1. I feel like Disney, when they did Cars, they knew they had something special. Yeah. They really, like, it was just one of those yeah. movies where... Like love it or hate it, like when you watch Cars, it's it's just so different. It's yeah. just so special. And I would say Lulu was just the same way. It's just so different, mm-hmm. so revolutionary. And you can tell that Disney put a little bit of extra love and a little bit of extra care into it because they yeah. knew that maybe it was before its time. But it was beautiful and it was so so good. It's almost like you can see like they have an A team and a B team and a C team. Yes. And it's just like yeah, you know, they let so them, true. You know, fight it out. I guess a thousand percent. I agree with you. I think it's. I think you're spot on. Courtney, mm, under overrated. I say as a movie on a surface level, or just like on a level as a whole, just like as a whole movie. Yeah. Very underrated. You think it's underrated? Okay. But Stitch as a character, extremely highly overrated. You think he's overrated as a character? This is a hot take. Hot take. Elaborate. I just think like. I feel like people elevate him to extremely high levels without understa- understanding his character, which makes him seem more overhyped than he needs to be. They think he's just cute. Yeah, they think he's cute. He thinks, oh, he's like, like I realized today, uh, Disney Parks did like a, probably like two or three years ago, which is how we have that. Stitch and Beauty and the Beast cross themed plush in our living room, but they did a thing, a theme over like a year where it was like Stitch crashes Disney, and it was like every month they released like these different like plushes where it's like a Stitch plush, but it's like the over an overlay with like a different movie. Mm-hmm. And when we watched it, he like scratches the thing that Lila's in trying to break her out, and I realized like. I don't know. That was almost like, I don't know. Like that's where they got everything from. And for Disney's like 25th anniversary, they did like a stitch crashes Disney thing where he like took over the castle and it was like TP'd and like crazy. And it's like, that's just, is too much. Like, yeah. unless you like deeply analyze and like our understanding of the character, like it just, it's too much hype it's too much unless you like know what his character is and i feel like a lot of people overlook what his actual characteristics are it's yeah. like marketing didn't yeah watch the movie exactly <laughs> that's how i feel marketing didn't yeah. watch the movie it's funny when you said that it reminded me like because i was remembering back to like when i was seeing commercials for lilo and stitch like when they were dropping trailers and stuff and all of it was stitch jumping into other disney movies and wrecking them yeah, and you know, it's he like, would, like jump into like Beauty and the Beast and like wreck the ballroom or something. It's just like that was just like their their yeah. sales technique. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm just like that's not that's, that's what he was. It. Yeah, that's what they thought he was, but really he was. That's so much not more. who he is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it just I think that just irks me. Worth like if you don't know his character, then his character gets overhyped. But like if you know his character, then it's just is like I don't know. It's just it's different. You know? Yeah. It's a good take. What about you, Danielle? You think it's over or underrated? 
Man, I, I really agree with your your view take on that. I think that the movie itself is underrated and Stitch himself is overrated. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that he's been taken out of character and out of context yeah. and, and made to be this mascot, so to speak. Yeah. And the movie, like we said, there's so much good character development and so many stories. Like, even with a theme, it was really hard just to pick that one theme because you could even go with, like, Okay, what voice are you going to listen to? Jumbo is yes. telling you you're destructive and you're made to do all these things. Yeah, Lilo's trying to show you a different way. Yeah. Or even the context of community. It's yeah. broken, but it's still good. Yeah. Okay, so like there's so many themes that come out of all the other characters that mm-hmm. I think can miss the mark if you overhype yeah. Stitch by himself. So yeah. I agree. I think I agree with yours. That was a good one. It's kind of funny is it's like, it's kind of like those two things can be true at once. It's yeah. Like at surface level, it's completely overrated. But then when you actually dive into his character and really look at it, then he's like really underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you, Courtney. So, yeah. Let's go. Well, I agree with everyone. I think it's it's a, uh, I would say overall a little bit of an underrated movie, but mostly adequately rated people like this movie. Like you don't ask many people about Lilo and Stitch and they're going to say, oh, I love Lilo and Stitch. Um, I just think that Stitch is overhyped, and he's a uh, he's the best character of the movie. The problem is, it's not that I okay. I'm a, I'm a disagree slightly. I don't think he's overhyped. I think he's misunderstood, and people use him as like you said, a mascot instead of using him a mascot for things he's not. Instead of using him for what he is, for what he is, right? Which is so great, Courtney. You nailed it. And I think that yeah, I th- <laughs> I think that. Um, if you take the other cast members, they're so equally as important as Stitch. Yes, um, agreed. You just have to look at them in the right light. You have to yes. watch the movie and pay attention. Great. Um, this is always a really, really fun question. So did you guys eat or drink anything fun when you watch this movie? And and what is your favorite movie snack? What's your go-to movie snack? Uh, Don, you'll go first. Okay. So when we watched this movie, we did drink... Um, we had the coffee drinks, so that was fun, yeah, and right. we ate pumpkin muffins because it was that. like folly and fun. yeah, and embracing the season. Yeah, and I think love it. Lilo and such is kind of I know this is weird, but it's a Thanksgiving movie in my brain because of family. Family yeah. reflect, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Um, and I think my favorite movie snack is a salty sweet. So I like something salty. But it needs like sweet sprinkled in. So like uh, one of my favorites, which I don't eat often, but it's popcorn with Reese's Pieces. Okay. <gasps> what? Yeah. That sounds like such a fun snack. I it need is. to try it. Okay. You just shake okay. it up and it's good. Ooh, you want to get it when the popcorn it. isn't like super hot, so it doesn't super melt it, but you want the popcorn warm to where it kind of melts it. I love yeah. Reese's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's this middle ground. There's <laughs> a middle ground. I feel it. I get it. Okay. Ryan? Um... Well, yeah, so that was what we were eating when we were watching, eating, drinking. Um, for me, I always have, like, so at home, it it's just, like, kind of whatever I have with me, I guess. Yeah. But um, actually going to the theaters, I have to have popcorn and or bunch of crunch. Okay. What is that? And a cherry Coke. It's like... Oh, a cherry Coke. Crunch. I don't know why. Candies I like that. Make them bunchy. Yeah, it's just like it's like yeah. a crunch bar, but like just clusters. Like yeah, little clusters, like little clusters. Like in a box. Oh, it's okay. he's not even lying. Every yeah, time we really go, good. he's like concession stand. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I don't know why it's always been my go-to. Like okay. I get popcorn, I get a bunch of crunch, and I get a cherry coke. So we talked we talked caps. about this before um, before the episode when we were not recording. Um, we should go see the movie The Whale with Brendan Fraser. 
Yeah. We should we should get our favorite movie snacks. I'm gonna go see Black Panther. All right. You and Donnie too. Yeah. I'm Marvel out. Uh, I mean, Tony Stark. I've heard it's good. Robert Downey Jr. is gone. Oh, maybe. So Disney knows where money is at. That's true. Make me think I need tissue. Oh yeah, same. No, I I I love what Marvel's doing. It's just it's. I feel like after all the Marvel movies, I'm just so exhausted. I love the original like first. What was it? Four phases. Yeah, for the yeah. I love those, and everything after that has kind of been like. It's, it's not that they're bad. I'm just exhausted. I'm just like, I just need to reset. It was so well done, like them assembling the Avengers. Yeah. Like, it's beautiful. We'll never it just see it is, again. Now it's, it's like kind yeah. of like. Like I wish DC could do it. Because there's no. the stories. The story's but, there. The story's there. Like <laughs> They're just, they're so mismanaged. I know. No hope. I know. Zero out of ten. Um, <laughs> it's broken and not good. Yeah. yeah. Broken and not good. <laughs> not like Stitch. Bro- <laughs> yeah, broken and not good. DC's fantastic. I actually, um, I'm glad that you brought that up. We're, we'll we'll probably talk about it um, a couple point. more times. But um, we want to pay homage, talking about DC, to uh, me and Ryan both yeah. love Kevin Conroy. So, so us growing up, um, Batman the Animated Series was a huge part of my childhood and a huge part yeah. of Ryan's childhood. Uh, we actually texted about it the uh, last night a little bit. Um, I was already yeah. sleeping. You texted me, but when you when you when I woke up, I saw you texting me, and it just it just it just really hit me because did um, you see it prior to that? Yeah, or me, me you, and her okay. talked about it. Yeah, I right. was sitting here and I was like, I don't know what I was doing. Oh, we were actually booking our next hotel for our next Disney <laughs> we were. resort today. And, and was, a um, notification came across. And I was like, oh, this guy died. And I was like, do you know him? And he was like, what? She, 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 she said, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. Like, who's that? And she looked at me and I like. The voice of Batman. Yeah. So Batman the, animated, Batman the Animated Series was DC's equivalent of The Amazing Spider-Man, the X-Men TV show, but what Batman the Animated Series did was kind of revolutionary is that it it beat out all other animated superhero shows and it did it in a dark way, which is what Batman was meant to do. It was beautiful and then Mark Hamill nailed it with the Joker. And so Kevin Conroy from that show became the uh, the voice of Batman. So anytime they did an animated movie, TV show moving forward, he was 80% it was going to be his voice. And uh, he 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 unfortunately died. I think uh, it was yesterday or the day before um, at 66 from cancer, which is super sad. So I just wanted to pay homage to him. You know, we we, we obviously this is a Disney podcast, and DC is not Disney, but um, an actor and a voice actor that played a huge impact on my life and on Ryan's life. And so uh, Kevin Conroy, may you rest in peace. You were fantastic, and we appreciate your impact on our childhood. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's huge. Um, if you haven't listened to the Batman the Animated Series, um, go back and listen to it. Um, the animation's a little dated, but um, the storytelling is beautiful, and his voice acting is. I, I know you phenomenal. say it's dated, but it's still top notch. I watch it today. Like, yeah, yeah, I watch it at least. I was once watching a week. it last night. Like yeah. I, after I heard that he had passed, I turned it on and like just. 
one hears a voice again. You know, yeah. kind of thing. One of the shows that I watch on Mondays when Courtney watches her chef shows and her um, her her Bachelor. Her I love watching Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen, and whatever. And Bachelor in that Paradise. Is it is a good show. And Dancing with Stars. One of the shows that I watch on Mondays when she does that Gordon is our, Ramsay our TV life. nights. Uh, one of the shows that I watch is Batman the Animated Series. Um, and I watch a couple episodes of that at least once a week, actually. I, I uh, Batman's... This is going probably a little bit deeper than we should go on a Disney podcast. But I um, I resonate with Batman on many levels, uh, particularly Bruce Wayne and his parents dying and things like that. I don't know why, but um, there are particular parts about him as a superhero that just really resonate with me. And so since the time I was a very small child, uh, Batman has been my favorite superhero. And so I've always watched a couple episodes of Batman the Animated Series a week um, for most of my adult life. And uh, hearing that Kevin Conroy died is a huge deal. Yeah. And uh, Kevin, you'll be missed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are you crying? No, I'm not crying. I'll okay. do it later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was he was great. Um, he 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 uh, he did a great job voicing Bruce Wayne and Batman together and changing his voice in a way that was uh, really cool. It's hard mm-hmm. to explain, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what's your favorite movie snack? <laughs> yeah, what's oh, it? yeah. Mine? We had cereal this morning while we watched this movie. My favorite movie snack is uh, whiskey. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, my favorite movie snack overall is something, always something sweet. I love sweets. Um, anything Reese's for anything me? Re- yeah, mm-hmm. she likes Reese's. Reese's I think that my favorite movie snack is probably dinner. I actually <laughs> like to eat dinner when we watch movies. Um, I like dinner theater. Yeah. But we actually yeah. ate breakfast while we watched this movie. We did on this one. Yeah. We I had did. cereal. I <laughs> had Cheerios. But I um I really like it's really good. I really like I, I love really to dump sugar in my honey nut Cheerios. In your honey nut ones? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Danielle. Sugar. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, Danielle. And then I like to eat the sugar milk after all the Cheerios are gone. Not good for you, but highly recommend. She would put, no. she, would, she would literally put sugar in uh, Captain Crunch, which is oh, oh my god, Courtney, I just love the milky sugar. Yeah, the cereal will do that if you let it sit there long enough. Those are very I was sweet about cereals. To say, like, honey nut cereals. It's very sweet. Own, like just yeah, it kind of marinate there for a minute. That makes yeah. fire. Yeah, it is good. Uh, it's even more fire with some extra sugar in it. <laughs> Anywho, Anywho. Um, my favorite overall movie snack though is probably just when we cook dinner and then eat. Like we like to eat, like cook dinner and then eat dinner when we watch movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like this past week when we had um, the stuffed peppers. Oh, so good. Really good. We had stuffed pizza, sausage, pepper situation. Very good. So good. We didn't watch any movies when we ate them, but no. still good. Still good. <laughs> Um, well, friends, we've come to the end of our line of questioning. Uh, anyone have any closing thoughts on the movie? I think just watch it and appreciate Seriously. it. Seriously. Yes. Yeah, I was about to say, go watch it and uh, come to your own conclusions. Yeah, come to your how, own conclusions. See how you're woven in this story. Yeah. yeah, see how the story speaks to you. Yeah. Yeah, what can you get from it? Um, as with any story that you hear, there's always a piece of it that you can take with you. And this story has more than one piece. Yeah. Yeah. Take it with you. Um... Friends, Ryan, how um, what are you, what are you working on? What are you uh, what are you doing these days other than getting married? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a big one. So <laughs> yeah, it is. Ryan's an audio engineer. Um, we should have introduced this at the beginning, but um, so Ryan, so I, I lead worship and Courtney does as well. 
and um, Ryan is. I don't get paid for anything. No, you don't. Um, <laughs> you do it's okay. I barely I do. do so. no. <laughs> True. Oof, oof. You're barely getting paid then. <laughs> um, but anywho, um, so I lead worship Yikes. at the church. A lot spicier. <laughs> the church. The church that we all go to, and Ryan's the audio engineer, and uh, Daniel. Daniel helps with the production side. Ryan, our uh, Courtney helps with the uh, worship side, and we all serve in youth together. But um, we all get to do ministry together, which is kind of cool. And uh, we get to affect a lot of people's lives. So um, in a way, um, I think that's super important. And it kind of ties in this movie in kind of a simplistic way of that, you know, what we do impacts people's lives. And it's super beautiful and super cool. And it's kind of our own version of family. Like we have friends giving coming up with the youth team. We have ice skating this, you know, tomorrow with the team. And it's just these things that we do as a community. Like we talked about at the beginning. It's just so cool. Um, And your community can break or make you. Yes. And y'all make us. Ditto. (laughs) We try. We try. I wouldn't talk about my feelings if it wasn't for... Danielle, yeah, or I, TJ. Know. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, Ryan, any closing thoughts? I'm just gonna mirror that. Like, just watch the movie. You know, kind of get a feel for where uh, where you fit in. Because I think it really has. It's got, like we said, it's got so many themes. Like, yeah. it's there's like a story you can connect to. I guarantee it. Yeah, and just kind of find that. And enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah. It's animated. It's big. It's a lot of personality. A lot of personality. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. (laughs) Courtney, closing thoughts? None. (laughs) This movie is good. (laughs) 10 out of 10. Love it. Danielle, any closing (laughs) thoughts? (laughs) I think I already said mine. Just watch it. Courtney, actually, my closing thought is you're my stitch to my Lilo. (laughs) Which one of you is Lilo? Which one of you is Stitch? She's definitely Stitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stitch. I'm definitely Lilo. I'm vivid All right. and dramatic. Then, who, then, then and if, if we dare, who am I? I don't know. Mr. Bubbles. Really? Cobra. Uh, no, no, no. no Jumba. Not I'm not Jumba. No. Oh, man. Ryan's definitely a David. Yeah. Mm. Are you Nani? Maybe. <laughs> I'm very complex. I'm a very complex human being. Are you Pleakly? No. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm Stitch. Yeah. Are we Stitch together? I think we all can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah, we can. But like, it's just, I don't know. I say that because it's like a big personality and there's a lot more underneath that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Ryan. (laughs) Oh, guys, he's he's crying. I'm not crying. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do. I do feel like a. I do feel like often like I. uh, I do. I really uh, relate to Stitch because of that. Though I feel like a very big personality, and I even texted you. I'll be transparent. A couple like this week, that I feel like I'm such a huge personality that it's just misunderstood. Mm -hmm. People around me don't. They don't get why I'm loud and why I care so much, and it's not. They, they they take my loudness for me not caring but it's not it's the opposite it's like I care a lot more than they think I do um, so I appreciate that I definitely feel like Stitch a lot sure. um, Courtney where can they find us and what's going on next week you can find us on Instagram at wish upon a sparks yeah yeah. You can listen to us on any podcast platform. Spotify, Apple. Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening to us now. You can tune in next week to hear us talk about 
turning red. Very fun. We haven't watched it yet, so it'll be interesting. Never seen it before, so I'm curious. A lot of people hyped it up, so but also a lot of people dragged it, so we'll see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As I always say, ad nauseum. Thanks for listening. If it's three of you, if it's one of you, thanks, Luna. (laughs) If there's a plane flying over and she heard it, if it's three of you, if it's three hundred of you, uh, we appreciate it. Um, Yeah. We just really, really are thankful for the people that listen and um, we love Disney and we love our friends and we love getting our friends together and talking about Disney. So um, thanks for listening to this episode. Um, If you've made it this far, I'm sure you can tell that it was a good one. Um, Ryan, Danielle, thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, talking with us. This was such a fun time. Um, we really appreciate you guys. Love you guys, and um, can't Thanks wait to have you. Us. Of course, yeah. of course. Anytime. Yeah, we we'll have to have you on for another episode for sure. Um, well, I'm TJ. I'm Courtney. This is the Wish Upon a Splash podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> Happy Magical Monday, or whatever day of the week it is, and we will see you for Turning Red next week. Toodaloo. Bye.